darkness all the glory today. Yeah, 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 yeah. I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for the Waymaker. I said I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for the Waymaker. I said I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for the Waymaker and the Miracle Worker and the Promise Keeper. Hallelujah, before I preach, stand to your feet and give this choir a God bless you. That was great, so awesome. Well, if you're ready for the word on the last Sunday morning of the year, give God a shout right now. I want us to go to 2 Kings chapter 4. Man, I'm excited. I'm excited about 2018, and I'm thankful for God's goodness in 2017. But I want to tell you, I've never had more anticipation about a new year than I do this year. I feel like God is about to do something fresh. Come on. I said something new and something powerful. And I don't know about you, but can I be country for a minute? I'm going to be smack dab in the middle of it. How many of you are going to be smack dab in the middle of everything God has in 2018? Push your neighbor and say, I ain't got time to mess around. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't have time to mess around. I don't have time to be cute about it. This is my slot. This is my, this is my moment in time. This is my time in the game. This is my turn it back. I don't have time to be cute. I got to make the most of every opportunity. This is it. Hallelujah. Make up your mind. Tell your neighbor, don't expect me to be mediocre. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Don't expect me this year to be mundane. Don't expect me to just survive. Expect me to bust a move. Hallelujah. And go to the next dimension. So I believe that God has really given me a download. I've, I've, like I said, I've never had so much revelation as it pertains to a new year. So you can't miss this Wednesday night because I'll be teaching this Wednesday night. And I'm going to unpack 5778, where we are on the Hebrew calendar. And if you get this in your spirit and you can lay your faith to it, it's going to be mighty. And by the way, before I start teaching, all of our special guests, we are so glad to have you. All of our live streamers, we're so glad to have you. But if you're visiting and you want to meet Pastor Dawn and I, we would love to shake your hand. We'll be in Guest Central right after church. So here we are, 2 Kings 4, verse 32. The Bible said when Elijah came into the house, there was a child lying dead on his bed. He went in, therefore, and shut the door. Somebody say, shut the door. Shut the door behind the two of them and prayed to the Lord. And he went up and lay on the child and put his mouth on his mouth, his eyes on his eyes, and his hands on his hands. And he stretched himself out on the child, and the flesh of the child became warm. Hallelujah. He returned and walked back and forth in the house and went up and stretched himself out on him. Then the child sneezed seven times. Somebody's miracle is about to sneeze in 2018. Hallelujah. And the child opened his eyes. And he called Gehazi and said, call this Shunammite woman. So he called her and she came to him and he said, pick up your son. I, I want us to note the, the, the 33rd verse. He said, shut the door. Somebody say, shut the door. Now, now I want you to understand that if you're going to start right, you got to finish right. And we're going to shut the door on some things that have kept us bound up, kept us worried, kept us in anxiety in this last season. You're going to shut the door so God can open up some new things in your life. 
Push your neighbor and say, shut the door. Yes, yeah, shut the door on the drama. Save the drama for your mama. Can I get a witness in the house? How many of you are going to shut the door on some things this year? All right, slip up your hands. I'm going to teach this word. I, I feel it in my spirit. Father, thank you for today. Release revelation in the house that your name be glorified. Set us up for this next season, and we'll give you praise in Jesus' name. Somebody give the Lord a great ovation. Give him a great shout. Amen. Before you sit down, push two or three people and say, shut the door. Shut the door. Shut the door. One of the things that I've learned about starting right is that I need to finish one season right to start the next season right. And this message that I'm going to preach today on Shut the Door will become even more prolific to you in the coming weeks as I preach on where we are on the Hebrew timetable. This is actually 5778, our year 2018. And if you understand biblical numerology, God speaks through numbers. He speaks through seasons. He speaks through time. And I'm going to really unpack that. I, I've never seen a year like this before that is so in line with where God is taking us with small groups and all the things that we are doing, believing for 5,000 people in Central Florida that will be in Calvary small groups. Make a little noise if you believe it. Come on, small groups on BCU campus, small groups on, D on Daytona State College, small groups at, at Seabreeze and Mainland. Somebody, can y'all just believe with me that we're going to make an impact like never before? But, but I really want you to understand we're in, we're in the year 57, 78, 5 is the number of grace, 7 is the number of vision and clarity, 57, 78, and 8 is the number of new beginnings. It's the number of a new thing. It's the number of the new. And isn't it amazing that we are in the year 57, 78, while we're also in the calendar year of the Gregorian calendar, our calendar is 2018. And eight is the number of the new things, and, and I'm going to talk about that tonight. But is there anybody here claiming new things in 2018? Let me hear from you if you're claiming some new things in 2018. But in order for us to embrace the new, then we're going to need to shut the door on the old. That doesn't mean that we're not going to be grateful for how good God has been and where he's brought us from. But how many of you understand that there are some things that we have to shut the door on if we're going to completely embrace the next season that God has for us? Now, now, although the term shut the door only appears six times in the Bible, what is ironic about this term is three times it revolves around this great prophet, Elisha. Before he did some of his greatest miracles, and exploits and instances, we see the man of God giving instructions to shut the door and to be all that you can be, to walk in all that God is calling you, sir, to walk in, you're going to have to learn to shut the door down on some things. And in 2018, there are some relationships you may have to shut the door on. There are even some people. Come on, you're going to have to shut the door on. There are certainly some actions and some issues. So this is a time to shut the door. So very often, before someone comes to the door, here's what you hear. You hear a doorbell. There it is. So number one, the first thing we're going to shut the door on in 2018, in 2018, we shut the door on doubt. 
We're not going to doubt the goodness of God in 2018. We're not going to doubt his plan, his purpose, his promise, his agenda. We're not going to doubt that God is able. We're going to believe that whatever he said, he will bring it to pass. If you look at the word doubt, doubt means to disbelieve, to hold questionable. It means to be in distrust. This is not the season for you to disbelieve. This is not the season for you to question God's power. And this is not the season for you to distrust the things of God. Because let me tell you something about the devil. The devil will always make sure that doubt will ring the doorbell. And you better hear me today. One of the greatest seeds the enemy wants to sow in your life about 2018 is doubt. If he can keep you in a constant atmosphere and a spirit of doubt, disbelief, mistrust, a constant questioning, he will rob you of your breakthrough. He'll rob you of your healing, your peace, your victory, your hope, your deliverance, your joy. And this supernatural power of the Holy Ghost that we so desperately believe in here at Calvary, if you will begin to pray in the Spirit, if you will begin to allow the Holy Spirit to work and move in you, it can drive out doubt because doubt is a terrible thing. Watch this. Doubt will keep you awake at night. Come on now. Is God going to do it or is he not going to do it? Am I going to get the opportunity or will I not get the opportunity? Doubt will steal your peace. Doubt will require you to question everything. Doubt will pull you down into the Thomas syndrome. Doubt will tell you you can't see it because it's never been done before. Even the scribes who spoke to Jesus when they saw him and saw him working, they said, we've never seen it in this fashion before. But they still doubted that he was the Messiah. In Acts 2, the Bible says that they were all amazed and marveled, saying, look, are these not all who speak Galileans? And how is it that we hear each one in our own language? language in which we were born and the fact is here they were in the midst of the outpouring of the Holy Spirit but they doubted they, they were at the launch of the New Testament church but they doubted they even accused them of being drunk come on and Peter said we ain't drunk it's just the third hour of the day it's just nine o'clock in the morning that ain't unusual for your neighbor but that's not regular action for you come on somebody he, he said it's nine in the morning we ain't drinking we're not drunk as you suppose this is that which was prophesied by the prophet Joel that in the last days I will pour out my spirit on all flesh the Bible says that they were amazed and the word amazed means to be astonished to be at one's wits end they were amazed they tried to reason it out that they accused them of being drunk but here's what happened they missed it and I want to tell you doubt will cause you to miss it doubt will cause you to miss your your breakthrough. Doubt will cause you to miss what God is about to do in your life. Doubt will cause you to miss your healing. Doubt will cause you to miss your victory. Doubt will cause you to stay trapped in a season that God wants to pull you out of. So this year, in the name of Jesus, we will shut the door on doubt in 2018, and we will say, God, nothing is too difficult for you, and we will manifest glory and power and miracles give God a shout if you're ready come on if you believe you will receive but if you doubt you'll do without 
How many of you in the last days, you're going to see what God has for you? I believe we are living in a time that Jesus is coming quickly, and I don't want to lip out of here defeated in doubt, but I want to go from glory to glory knowing that God is faithful. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to get radical. Job said, you will decree a thing. The book of Job says, you will decree a thing, and it will be established. So here's what I want you to do. I want you to raise up your hands, and I want you to say, today... I shut the door on doubt and I'm walking into 2018 with great expectation and faith. Declare this, say, I can't wait to see what God is going to do in my life. Can you give God a praise? Come on, how many of you gonna shut the door on doubt? Stop doubting that God has called you. Stop doubting that God can save your family. Stop doubting that God can do better and bring you into a better season. You walk in faith and watch God bring it to pass. So here's another one. Where's the doorbell? In 2018, number two, we're going to shut the door on fear. Push your neighbor and say, smear the fear. Yeah, 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 yeah. If we are ever going to know breakthrough like God intends for us to know breakthrough, we're going to have to shut the door on fear. Now, now check it out. Fear means to regard with dread or apprehension. And some of you, the enemy has so given you a spirit of fear that you have a what next mentality. What's the enemy going to do next? How's the enemy going to mess with me next? How's the enemy going to mess with my family next? And you just go from what next to what next to what next. But I'm telling you it's time to flip the script. And instead of saying, what is the devil going to do next? You need to begin to say, what is the Lord going to do next? What is the Lord about to do in my family? What is the Lord about to do in my financial situation? What door is the Lord about to open? What way is the Lord about to make? Who is God about to heal? Who is the Lord about to deliver? Who is the Lord about to bless? Who is the Lord about to break through? How is the Lord about to move in my life? See, the devil wants you to look forward with fear and dread and anticipate the negative, but I have come to tell you today that in the name of Jesus Christ, we don't look toward 2018 with a spirit of fear, but we look toward 2018 and we're not going to say devil what's next we're going to say God what's next God you've done it before you'll do it again you made a way before you'll make a way again if you save me you can save my daughter if you move from me you can move from my children if you've healed before you'll heal again why don't you go ahead right now at the end of 2017 and borrow a little praise from 2018 why don't you go ahead and say God Come on, how many of you can say, tell your neighbor, just tell your neighbor, his credit is good with me. Yeah, 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 I can praise him on credit because I've seen him move too many times before. Anybody can praise him when you've already got it. Anybody can praise him when it's already done. But how many of you can say, I'm going to put a praise on what God is going to do in my life in 2018? Huh. See, you're going to walk in fear or faith. Fear exalts the circumstances. Faith exalts the Savior. Fear exalts the trial. Faith exalts the truth. I said fear exalts the trial. Faith exalts the truth. 
Fear exalts the nightmare. Faith exalts the dream. Fear exalts the division. Faith exalts the vision. Fear exalts the negative. Faith exalts the positive. Fear exalts the no. But faith exalts the yes and amen. So what I want you to do is shut the door on fear and say, God, I'm not going to be afraid this year. I'm not going to be dismayed this year. I believe this year is going to be a year of breakthrough in my life and ministry. It takes faith to get there. It takes faith to say, God, I'm not going to be swallowed up by fear, but my purpose is great and your provision and power will be great. Now watch this. Joshua 1.9 says, have I not commanded you? Be strong and of good courage. Do not be afraid. Do not be dismayed. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. So this year he's going to be with me. Now check it out. He said, have I not commanded you? Now the word command in the Hebrew, it means to, it means to charge. It means to give orders by divine act or origin. And I'm telling you, there are some orders over your life this year that there are some divine acts and commands over your life this year. Joshua said, I won't miss my breakthrough because of fear. And God has legislated some things in your life. God has legislated some breakthroughs that you don't know anything about. It's like I said earlier, the devil had an agenda for your 2017. The last thing the devil thought you would do is be in church on the last Sunday of 2017. He thought you would be defeated, destroyed. He had it planned out. He had every I dotted and every T crossed. But look what the Lord has done. Not only are you here in 2017, you can look back and say, God, everything wasn't perfect, but I saw you make a way right out of no way for me. And if you did it in 2017, you will do it in 2018. See, it takes faith to believe this. It takes faith to get in, in this place and say, God, I am not going to be controlled by what's happened in the past. I'm going to be thankful for every time you came through, but I'm believing in 2018. I do not need to fear. In 2018, you have some commanded blessings and breakthrough for my life, and I will possess it all. Somebody's going to get pregnant in 2018. Somebody's going to see their marriage restored in 2018. Somebody's going to see a door open in 2018. Somebody's going to have victory in 2018. Tell your neighbor, why don't you let it be you? Why don't you go ahead and claim that it'll be you? Why don't you go ahead and claim that'll be your family? Come on, somebody's going to have a financial miracle. Somebody's going to have cancer dry up. Somebody's going to see a door open. I dare you right now to give God praise like it's going to be me. I'm not going to go into 2018 in fear. I'm not going to go in 2018 afraid. But I'm going to go in 2018 with a shout in my mouth. <sighs> Glory to God. Push your neighbor and say, shut the door. Shut the door on fear. Shut the door on doubt. Number three. Now, this is going to, this is going to. See, you know what we're shutting the door on now? Religion and the tradition of men. And isn't that just like religion to get to the door before you even invite them? Come on. Now, when I talk about religion and tradition, I'm not talking about any religious practice that brings us closer to God. 
There are some traditions that are precious to me. Come on, somebody. There, there are some things that I am thankful for. But I'm talking about the kind of tradition and religion that separates you from, from the presence of the Lord. It's that kind of religion that says you'll never be good enough. It's that spirit of tradition that says you got to do it just like this. Oh, come on, somebody. You got to light the candles before church starts. Y'all ain't going to help me. And the ushers have to have on white gloves. Oh, where y'all at? And y'all ain't saying nothing. I'm going to get all over it today. We can't have church if the pastor ain't wearing a tie. I need my pastor to wear a tie. If he was just wearing a tie, maybe, maybe he could do better if he would just wear a tie, if he looked better. But, but, you know, it's just a tradition. See, I messed y'all up because I'm up here today and I got old burgundy britches. I ain't got my tie on. I'm chilling like a villain on penicillin. I told y'all that's cracker wrap. Come on, somebody. I'm here today just being me. See, you do you and I'll do me. But here's what I've come to understand. It ain't the outfit, it's the infit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Some of you don't come to church because I got a suit or I don't have a suit. You don't come to church because of the building. You don't come to church because of the music. You come to church because the glory of the Lord is in the house. There's a word in the house. There is power in the house. All oh, that mess is standing up doing the same thing every Sunday to the same few dozen people in the house. The devil is alive. He said, I'm going to do a new thing. Is there anybody ready for a new thing in 2018? Now, now watch this. Tradition, if you define it, it means a passed down routine or a ritual. I don't want, the, the, I don't want church and gathering in God's presence to ever become a ritual. Rituals are, 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 are bad when they become more important than the presence of God. When they become more important than the word of God and the anointing of God. How many times have people missed it because the very thing they designed for God is the thing that kept God out. because they were so convinced that everybody had to look just like them, act just like them, be just like them. That's why I love Calvary. I love the fact that you look around this building today, you got red, yellow, black, and white. You, you got every kind of creed, every kind of person, every kind of background. You got people that have been saved for decades and people who got saved last Sunday. But we have all come in this place and we are saying we're not here because of the tradition of men, but we are here because of the goodness of God. See, when our rituals and our traditions and our religion, when it supersedes the goal of God's presence, we are in serious error. Come on, many have a ceremony of religion in their sanctuaries, but they forget who the ceremony is for. If we dot every I and cross every T, if we know all the religious mumbo jumbo but never see people saved or delivered or set free or encouraged or healed or restored, what have we accomplished? Write this down. God is not impressed with our religion or the traditions of men. God is moved by hungry hearts. 
God is moved when people are hungry. So here's the question. Who's hungry for him in 2018? Come on, push your neighbor and say, this is the hungry road. Yeah, 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 this is the hungry road. I'm hungry to see him move. I'm hungry to see a breakthrough. I'm hungry to see young people repent. I'm hungry, I'm hungry, I'm hungry to see him do what he's never done before. It doesn't have to be my way. It doesn't have to look just like I want it to look. It doesn't have to be my style. Come on, y'all. It doesn't have to be just like I want it. All I want is for him to be in it. All I want is for the glory to be on it. All I want is for lives to be changed. God, remove, purge cleanse anything in me that is so traditional locked in that I cannot see a new thing that you desire to do. Somebody, you know what? You're about to see some things that you ain't never seen before. You're about to experience some things you ain't never experienced before. God's about to do some things that are going to make your mind go, you're going to I never seen it like that before. I don't know how he did it. I don't know how the door opened. I don't know how the way was made. I don't know how the thing exploded. I don't know how the marriage got put together. But God, I need to praise you right now because you're going to move untraditionally. Oh, I got the I got the hang, but I'm about to get out. I'm about to say something. Push your neighbor and say this year. Get ready. God is moving out of the box. Yeah, 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 yeah. Get ready for some. God, I wish I had a church that could get in faith with me on the last Sunday of the year. God is about to move out of the box. God is about to move in ways you ain't never seen him move before. God is about to respond to hungry hearts. Somebody give God praise if you're ready for an out of the box miracle. God's going to use people to bless you that you didn't even think liked you. God's going to use people to open doors for you that couldn't stand you in 2018. But God is about to move out of the box. One, two, three, give God a shout. Out of the box, out of the box. You're getting out of confinement. You're getting out of wrong thinking. You're getting out of stinking thinking. You're getting out of doubt. You're getting out of fear. And God is about to move out of the box in your life. Touch four people and say out of the box. Hey, 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 hey. You're gonna get over yourself in 2018. I said, you're going to get over yourself. 2018 is your year to get over it. What is your it? Tell your neighbor, get over it. This is your year to get over it. Hallelujah. This is your year to get over how you think God is going to do it. You just need to say, God, any way you do it is all right with me. And then the doorbell rings again. And the doorbell, there it is. In 2018... Here it comes. You ready? We will shut the door on being controlled by the opinions of others. I am about to take my shoe off and throw it out here. Make a little noise if you're going to get over being controlled by the opinions of others. 
like it or lump it, believe it or whatever you want to say about me, I got a feeling that God is on my side and I'm not going to let the opinion of somebody else bind me up anymore. Because you need, to, you need to understand this. You might want to write this down. If the devil can keep you locked up by someone's negative opinion of you, he will always send a destiny sabotager into your life. Someone will always tell you you cannot do it. Somebody will always have an opinion about you. Now, now I was looking at the word opinion, and opinion means judgment. Check it out. People will judge you. People who don't even know you. Where y'all at? Will judge you. You know what I found in my situation? Because, you know, just because I'm on the stage a lot and before people a lot. The people who know me the least are willing to talk about me the most. Where are y'all at? They don't know my children. They don't know how much I love my wife. They don't know, they don't know my sowing. They don't know my giving. They don't know my praying. They don't know my, they, they don't know the way that Jesus is so precious to me. But they'll see me and judge me and say, you know what? All he cares about, and that preacher over there, and, and that's all he's about, and that's all he cares about is the big crowd. All he wants is a crowd. That's all that man cares about. And you know what? They used to bother me so bad when I was young, but now I'm 53, and I'm just going to be me. Hallelujah. So, so like it or lump it, I'm cool with it because the truth is it don't matter if you judge me or not. You can judge me all you want to, but I'm forgiven. He doesn't judge me. I'm a child of the king and I'm gonna do everything I can for him and let me tell you this baby I'm not gonna be less to make you feel better I'm not gonna believe God for less to make you feel better I'm, I am going to say God I am believing you for everything that you have for me and you will get the glory for it I'm not going to be contained by somebody else's opinion make a little noise if you're not gonna be contained by somebody else's opinion It means belief. Some people believe in you, some people don't. But here's the truth, it doesn't matter who don't believe in you. You ain't in trouble till you don't believe in yourself. How many of you believe in yourself? You believe in what God has for you. Make a little noise if you're a believer today. Tell your neighbor, I believe, I believe. I believe things are getting better. I believe God is moving. I believe my children are going to get saved. I, I believe this is going to be a year of revival. I, be, I believe, I believe. Push your neighbor and say, I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't care what other people believe. This is what I believe. But then the last meaning is a dogmatic estimation. A dogmatic estimation. You know people who hate on you, real often they're dogmatic about it. But tell your neighbor, don't underestimate me. Ah, 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 God help me, Jesus. Push your neighbor and say, don't sleep on me in 2018. Yeah, yeah, don't you sleep on me in 2018. Yeah. Push somebody and say, don't sleep in 2018. Yeah, 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 don't sleep on me in 2018. Don't doubt what God is going to do in my life in 2018. I think I might surprise some of the folks who underestimated me in 2018. I might surprise some people. My, 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 my family might surprise some people. 
Somebody give God a praise if you're ready to surprise some folk in this next season. David said, I will praise you for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Then he said, marvelous are your works. And that my soul knows very well. It's like Pastor Troy, he was looking in the mirror. And he said, I will praise you, God, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. See, sometimes you got to get in the mirror and encourage yourself. Say, you look good today. Mm. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. You got it going on today. Mm. My Lord, I can't wait till tomorrow because I get better looking every day. Come on, some. Sometimes you got, to, you got to encourage yourself. Hallelujah. David said, I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are your works, O oh God. See, marvelous is a word that means surpassing the normal. It means extraordinary. Can I speak in faith over you and me? This next season is going to be a marvelous season. It's going to surpass the normal. It's going to be extraordinary. I, I may run all up in the balcony. I may run all up in the, are y'all in overflow? Are y'all up there? Y'all hear it? Come on, how dare you right now? If you're looking for an extraordinary 2018, I want you to give God a praise right, right, right now, right, right now. Yeah, Lord. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, you just sit there if you want to. But I got to give God praise because my next season is not going to be normal. It's going to be marvelous. It's going to surpass the normal. In 2018, I'm ready. Extraordinary, extraordinary. Give him praise in here. Be seated. The doorbell rings again. In 2018, we must shut the door on past failures. Stop living in what went wrong. Stop living on what didn't happen. Stop living in what, what was messed up. You know, here, here's the deal. Failure means this. It means to miss the mark. It means you didn't succeed. It means it didn't work. It means you jacked it up. But instead of living in the failure, say, I'm going to learn from that failure. And I'm not going to be imprisoned by my failure. Don't be imprisoned by your sin because the Bible said as far as the east is from the west, so far as he removed your transgressions from you, you got to make up in your mind that that rebellion, that sin, that trespass, that transgression, it is behind you. That's what transgression means. It represents a failure. Some of you have failed in business. Some of you have failed with opportunities. But just because you failed, that doesn't mean you're a failure. You would be a failure if you wasn't still breathing. You would be a failure if you didn't have a chance to be a success. But I decree and declare over Jim Rayleigh. I decree and declare over Dawn Rayleigh. I declare it over Channing, Courtney, and Peyton. We will not fail this year. We will be successful. Tell your neighbor you will be successful. 
Your ministry will be successful. Your marriage will be successful. Your children will be successful. You will not fail if you do have moments where it ain't going right, it ain't over, because you will learn and you will rise up. You will be successful. I declare that this will be a year of success. I declare you will get done with this year and say this was a successful year. Somebody give God praise if you're ready for a successful year. Touch five people and say succeed. Succeed. Succeed in your work. Succeed in your ministry. Succeed with your family. Succeed as a mother. Succeed as a father. Succeed in the name of Jesus. Shut the door on failure. Stop living jacked up by what didn't go right. Come on, failure isn't futile when you learn from it. Failure isn't fatal when you rise up. And failure isn't final when you take everything the failure tried to do for you and use it against the enemy and say, devil, look where God brought me from and look what the Lord has done. And if he did that this next season, some of y'all are sitting here today. Now, most everybody is locked in, but some of y'all are sitting there and you can't hardly praise him because you're this man trying to pump me up. This man trying to encourage me. And he wasn't in my house for the holidays when my mother-in-law got on my last nerve and, my, and Pookie and them drove me crazy. I, I, and I'm just coming out and he trying to encourage me. But my God, you need encouraging. Come on, somebody. You're sitting there, but here's what I'm trying to convince you of. Let that go in the name of Jesus Christ and get ready for God to bring you success. My faith says success. God hasn't brought me this far to leave me. So you say, well, I can't hardly praise him. All you need to do is hit the rewind button. When you rewind back to June, or rewind back to August, or rewind back to May, when all hell was breaking loose, and God showed up and made a way right out of nowhere, when God flipped the script on something the devil had designed for you, if he did it before, he will do it again. If you're believing for success in 2018, one, two, three, give him praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. I feel a praise in here right now. We shut the door on the past. I'm not going to be bound up by what went wrong. Number six, ring the doorbell. In 2018, we will shut the door. Push your neighbor and say, shut the door. We will shut the door on impossible. Ah, hallelujah. This is the world's definition of impossible. It means unfeasible, unobtainable. That thing that cannot be done. And some of you have been bound up by impossible. But Luke 137 says, for with God, nothing shall be impossible. 
for with God, nothing will be impossible. I need somebody right now who believes that God is about to do the impossible in your life. Give the Lord a praise. Shut the door on impossible. Impossible is not possible if God is on your side. So here's what I want to do. We're going to shut the door. Touch three people and say, shut the door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shut the door on the doubt. Shut the door on the fear. Shut the door on traditions of men. Shut the door on religion. Shut the door on past failures. Shut the door on impossible. Make a little noise if you're ready to shut the door. You four run up here real quick. You four right there. Hallelujah. Come on up, Pastor Troy. Get there with them. Lord have mercy. Ah, hallelujah. Come on up, son. Everybody jump on your feet right now. Hey, come on, beat on this door. No, I want you to beat on. Who is it? My God, it's doubt. You can't go with me into 2018. Ah, beat on the door. Beat on it like you mean it. My God, it's poverty. You can't go with me. Make a little noise if poverty ain't going with you. No, I said make a little noise if my God shall supply all my need. Who is it? Beat on that door. Lord have mercy. It's unforgiveness. Bless God, I ain't taking you. I ain't taking your baggage. I ain't taking your trauma. I forgive you. I put it behind me. I ain't gonna live stuff by it anymore. I forgive everybody, everybody. I just forgive you. I just forgive you. You don't deserve it, but I'm gonna forgive you anyway. You hurt me, but I forgive you. You know only one can beat like that. It's fear, but fear ain't coming this year. Hey, hey, I need somebody to give God praise. If fear ain't coming into your next season, come on. I said if you ain't taking fear with you into the next season, give God a shout. Come back on the door. Yeah, keep banging. Just keep on banging. Bang some more. You know who that is? That's the unrelenting, mouthing, never ending opinions of others. But guess what? Talk to the palm. Y'all ain't saying nothing. Talk to the hand. We ain't taking you into 2018. Come beat on the door. Oh, you better, oh, that, man, who is this? Who is this? Let me open the door, who is it? It's defeat. 
ain't taking defeat with me into 2018. I will be more than a conqueror. Don't get up here. Hurry, baby, get up here. We got one more at the door. One more wants to get in. One more trying to get in. Beat on the door. Beat on the door. My God, who is it? Who could it be? Dear Lord, it's victory. Get in here. I'm taking you into 2018. I need somebody right now to give God a praise if you're taking victory. Now watch this, I am going to praise in advance. I am going to dance in advance. I want everybody that's on our staff, get up here right now. If I pay you, get up here right now. Hey, Jesus. Now what we going to do, the Bible said, that David danced before the Lord with all his might. I feel like somebody needs to dance. Dance out of 2017, right into 2018. Tell your neighbor, dance in advance. I'm not saying that you got to get out and act like everybody else, but at least do something you ain't done. Clap your hands a little bit. If you want to get out in the aisle and shout, if you want to get out and dance, dance. Because I believe God is about to move. I need some young people that will dance. I need some young adults that will dance. Are you ready? One, two, Y'all gotta dance, here we go. Come on, Jackie, show them what's up. Show them what's up, Jackie. Yeah, yeah. Come on, Jackie. Give the Lord a shout. Hey. Get up here, John. I give you glory. Get ready. I give you praise. Now, tell your neighbor, say neighbor. What are you believing God to do this year? Why don't you dance? Why don't you clap? Why don't you shout? Why don't you rejoice? Just do something. Just do something. If you can't but just nod your head. If you can't but just do this. Are you ready? Go, Pastor John. I give you glory. I give you praise. Cause my enemy. 
over every scheme that the enemy had against us that did not triumph. And then we got something for 2018. But sing it now, John. Sing it, son. I give you glory. that the enemy did not triumph and now we gonna sing the 2018 I give you glory I give you praise cause the enemy will not triumph Believe it. Do you believe it? Do you believe it? Do you believe it? Do you believe it? 
Sunday of the year. So I made up in my mind that today, today, if you want a little bit of more of a cute message, maybe you come back another Sunday. But my But I was clear in my assignment today. Shut the door. You, it's up to you to shut the door. Not your, not your husband. Not, not your wife. Not your pastor. You got to shut the door for you. Now, I've, I finished with this, and, and I'm going to be teaching this Wednesday night. If you miss Wednesday night, we got three more regular Wednesday night services before we launch into the new season. I'm so excited. But I'm going to teach this once tonight on the A in Chet. And, and the word Chet in the Hebrew, if you understand that Hebrew letters are pictorial and numbers and letters are interchangeable. And the letter number Chet, eight, literally is an, it's not an open door, it's a doorway. It's all about the threshold. See, a door is for opening and closing, but a doorway has no resistance. And the Lord said, this is the year of the chat. This is the year where all the sowing, the praying, the believing is going to open up things clear for you. And, and the word chat is all about the threshold. It's about crossing over the threshold. Some of you have gotten to places and thought you were about to cross over, but the door was shut in your face. You couldn't get over the threshold. But in 2018, you're going to walk into everything that God has for you. I'm going to be teaching. There's so many implications on God's calendar for this next year. If you've ever been with me and you know what I do on Wednesday nights and on Sundays during the season, I'm going to have pictures of the Hebrew words, and it is going to be so understandable that you will walk out of here with the greatest faith for this next year. Hallelujah. Now, tonight, 10 o'clock, don't stay home. 
and for sure don't go out and party with the devil come and hang out with me bring your cheering not your children bring your cheering tell your neighbor bring them cheering come on bring them cheering because it's going to be so much fun for them and I'm going to release the beginnings of this revelation but in this room today there are all kinds of people who look back on 2017 and man it, it just don't look so good and it looked like the enemy triumphed in your life but here you are this morning and the fact that you are here proves that the enemy did not triumph and maybe you're in this room today and you say pastor I wanted to dance but I wanted to rejoice but I feel like I'm trapped I feel like everything the enemy has brought against me has been overwhelming and the enemy wants you to live in that. But now, it's time to shut the door. And say, devil, I'm not going to live in the weight, in the pain, in the doubt, in the fear. I'm not going to sit around and worry about what everybody else is thinking. I'm shutting the door. In 2017, this last Sunday, and I'm looking for her. A victorious 2018 with heads bowed and eyes closed some of you have been ruled by your emotions you've been ruled by your problems just stay right where you are and close your eyes for 60 seconds and John is gonna sing this song and I don't want this to get big I want nobody to move and I want this to be a prophetic word over your life. Sing that, John, walking around. Walking around these walls I thought by now they'd fall But you have never failed me for change to come knowing the battles won for you have never failed me yet. Oh, your promise still stands great is your Yeah. 
I guess I dropped by to tell somebody today God ain't through with you. But you got to shut the door on what went wrong. Shut the door of being on, on being judgmental. Don't judge yourself. Don't judge anybody else. Just say, God, I'm going to receive the fact that your promise still stands in my life. I've seen you move, and I believe you're going to do it again with heads bowed and eyes closed and no one looking around. before he'll do it again. If you're here today and you say, Pastor, I need to get some things right between me and the Lord. I want to leave it right here in 2017. There's been things that have separated me from him. There's been sin and difference wrong in my life and I want to leave it behind. I'm not going to sneak you up. If that's you, come up here right now. If you're ready for a new beginning, get up here right now. I'm going to leave it behind. Come from the balcony right now. Come on, step into your new day. Step into your new season right now. Come on, come on, come on. Come on, all over. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God's dealing with young people. I've been compromising. I've been, I've been allowing things in my life, but this year it's over. 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 God's dealing with a father right now. God's dealing with a mother right now. This year it's over. This year it's over. This year it's over. This year that compromise is over. I can't carry it with me anymore. This year I'm getting myself where I need to be so God can do all he needs to do in me. This year it's over. This year it's over. God's dealing with some people right over here. The Lord said if you'll come, you'll step out of an old season into a new. I feel it in my spirit. God's been dealing with you anyway. Why don't you come? Why don't you come all the way in the balcony? I see you there. God wants to give you a new beginning. You think you can't have one, but God said you're not disqualified. Come on. Come right here right now. Come right here right now. I'm counting down from 10. If you need to come, you got to come now. 10, 
nine, hallelujah, eight, that's it, son, eight, seven, that's it. Somebody shout while they come, six, not carrying the sin, not carrying the compromise, six, not carrying the indifference, five, not carrying the addiction, four, I'm not carrying the alcoholism, three, I'm not carrying the bad attitudes, Two, I'm not carrying it. I'm not carrying it. I'm, I'm leaving it in 2017. Oh, hallelujah. Come on, folks. I'll wait for you. I'll wait for you. You better give God a praise. They're coming all the way from the back, way up in the balcony. We'll wait for you. Mm. Hand on your heart. Everybody's hand on your heart. Pastor Josh, come up here. Pastor Josh is going to pray this powerful prayer with you. And I want you to come back tonight. I want you to hang out with me. We're going to have some fun. But we'll believe for you. But I want you to know that you didn't get here by accident. It's a new, in 2018, God's going to do a new thing. But what? look at me now. That means you're going to have to do a new thing. You can't have God do a new thing and you keep doing the old thing. You hear me? The old ways, the old mess, the old practices. So we're going to leave it all behind right here. And then you need to join Growth Track. You need to get in a small group. You need to set yourself up for the best 2018. What's your name? Rena. I just bless you, Rena. Tell me about your family. Your son is an addict. You know what? I felt that in my spirit. That's why I asked you to tell me about your family. Your son is an addict. And your other son is agnostic and doesn't believe in God. You know what? We break every curse off of your sons. The Lord said you didn't just come for yourself. The Lord said you came for your family. I speak in faith that your son is going to go from an addict to a fanatic. And your other son is going to love the Messiah, Jesus Christ. That God will make himself real to your family. But the Lord said it had to start with you. And the Lord said, I, I see dominoes. I see things just falling together in your life. The Lord said, you thought it was falling apart. The Lord said, no, it's going to fall together. Hallelujah. Hand on your heart. If you're visiting with me, I know the service was a little bit long today, but we only had one. Do you think I'm worried about it? Man, I'm starting to fast tomorrow. I'm eating pizza when this is over. Praise the Lord. Hand on your heart. Everybody in the room, hand on your heart and raise your other hand. Now, if you're visiting with me, stop by in the back. I want to meet you and greet you and give you a hug. I love you so much, Calvary. I love you so much. I love you. I love what God is doing in your life. Don't miss tonight. Don't miss Wednesday. Some of you say, well, you just don't come on Wednesday. We have our biggest crowds on Wednesday nights in the month of January. I'm teaching on the new thing. You don't want to miss it. Pastor Josh, pray with us. 10 o'clock. It's more than a new year. It's a new you. And 
on your heart. I want everybody at this altar and all across this congregation to say this prayer loudly. Say, Jesus, today I give myself to you. I say thank you for dying for me, for shedding your blood for me, for making me clean. I say I'm sorry for all my sin. And today I turn from my sin and I turn to you and I serve you for the rest of my life. Come live on the inside of me and make me new. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus. I declare it to be so over your life. If you believe it, somebody one more time in this room, give God a great shout of praise right now. Now before you leave, before you leave, We'd like you just to go back, follow right over here. If you're at this altar, just one second. Don't leave just yet. I'm going to pray one final prayer over you. Just if you could follow right over here at this altar. Go ahead. Start making your way that way. Come on. Make your way that way. 10 o'clock tonight. We're going to bring in the new year right. We're going to bring in the new year as family. We're going to see something shift in your life. How many believe it? Can I pray one final prayer over you? Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for your word over our lives today. We thank you, Lord, for all that you've done and all that you've said. God, I pray, Lord, as we come back, we come back ready to see, Lord, what you'll do in 2018 in Jesus' name. And everybody who believes it, declare amen. God bless you. Hug somebody on your way out. We'll see you tonight at 10 p.m. We'll see you then.